Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. You need to have to reheat that coffee. You know what? It's it's gonna be so, fine. I'm so it's used to be cold. To, you know what? I'm used to drinking the world's worst coffee okay, anyway. A little spritzer. You know what? Uh, we always have to have that. Okay, that that is my alcohol spritzer. Okay, it's for everything. It's Corona. Everything, it's eh? Corona. See, I put that. I put. It's like Frank Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> I go to the gas station. I got that thing in my hand. I'm ready to roll. It doubles as mace. <laughs> you know what? For all you for all you ladies out there, carry a spritzer bottle full of, <laughs> uh, you know, pharmaceutical grade alcohol. And you know what? In the unlikely event that you should be attacked, it also doubles as a uh, <clears throat> deterrent. Absolutely good. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now because I, I I want you I want you to open this thing up. You can put your mic down for a second. All right. All, all right. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do mic for both of us, but. I'm going to turn this on for a second. Open that up, right? Check this out. Uh, I went down to uh, Airsoft. Look what we have Yeah, here. Airsoft Depot Canada. And, yeah, I already loaded it up, <laughs> okay? But I, I wanted to get one of these so badly for so many years. Yeah, and, and yeah, oh, no, wait, wait, wait till you put the magazine in it, okay? So I've already pre-charged the, the magazine, okay? It's got it's got the pellets in it. Uh, things unloaded right now, all right? But, you know, like like a farm. Oh, I'll explain it to you how that works yeah, after. Don't worry about that, right? Look, you already starting to monkey with things, <laughs> eh? <laughs> okay, so so now we're going to take we're gonna take the magazine here in the box. You get you get some BBs with it and some oils, uh, you know, uh, manual. Right, uh, you know. this way. Yeah, so pull that pull that thing out. So uh, you you load the gas right into the magazines, right, and then the BBs into the mags. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. This is heavy. Yeah, you, you, well, hold on. Wait, open the bolt first. You got to open the bolt first on this thing. So this is the KWA uh, Mac 11. So pull it back. It works like a real Mac 10. It's like really awesome. It's like Mac 11. So it's the would have been the. Oh, um, it's unsafe. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not that's not safe. That's semi. Oh, that's yeah, semi. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Okay, so so put put the put put the magazine in the bottom. Okay. And you want to, you want to, okay. So you got it up in semi right now. Okay. So I, I put, I put a target over there. Try, try shooting at that target over there. Just point at it. Like don't, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Okay. Pull, pull that back. Okay. Pull it, pull that thing hard. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, the, the trigger. Oh yeah. Look Ooh. at that. Hold, hold on. Hold on. I want to, I want to point out that your first shot from the hip wasn't even aiming. That wasn't was just, he, was wasn't bullshit. even aiming, and he lands. Okay, <laughs> okay, wait, 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 stop, stop, stop. Okay, now I want you to flip that lever. Flip that lever. Oh, no, on the front. See that thing where you said uh, thought it was a safety. Yep. Yeah. So now, yeah, put that. Uh -oh. That's 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 full now. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. You know, it's the third and fourth shot. We're on top of each other. You know, I I noticed that. Okay, wait. I want you to shoot that thing now. Hold it down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, yeah, shooting sideways. Jesus, that okay. stinks. That okay. gas. Well, it's Holy it's pro Christ. it's propane powered. Okay, finish it off. Oh, you know what? No, there's pellets all over the basement. Well, you know what? We're gonna have to clean this oh, up. God Almighty, that <laughs> isn't that neat? Holy okay, wait, wait, show me that. Show me, show me that thing for a second. Oh, show me that thing. Uh, well, you know what? Yeah, if you're gonna shoot it indoors and you're using uh, propane tanks, it, it does get a little stinky. But I'll tell you though, it's a hell of a good time. It's a lot of fun. What do you think of that thing? That's hilarious. I, where do I sign up? <laughs> right Seriously, on. I want one of these. This is awesome. All right. Okay. So. Oh my God. I know. We're gonna have to air it out. Okay. okay. Oh, is that your? Is this your magazine? Okay. No, no, it's on the, it's on the, it's on the bottom there. Right? No, right there. Yeah. So yeah, no, do the hand to hand thing. Right. So so reach reach in the magazine with your thumb, oh. and then pull down. Yeah. Now 
Now I gotta ask you. Okay, hey, now how do you do this? How do you? What? Oh, you, oh uh, first you squeeze in the back here, squeeze, and it turns out now underneath. No, no, underneath there's a, there's a button on the bottom, right? You push it upwards. And then the thing extends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You like that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's pretty neat, eh? Hey. That's what, very cool. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think of that thing? <laughs> you sick, is it sick as fuck or what? All right. You know, I, I honestly, it does smell. Okay. All right. So, okay. So now I'm, I'm going to, uh, wait, collapse. The, let's collapse the stock again. Hold on one second. I'm going to put that down and I'm going to do this now. And the magazine is, well, it's empty. So now I want you to hold this thing in your hand. So this is the KWA uh, Mac 11 Airsoft you know, machine pistol. So it's got semi, it's got full auto. It fires, fires at a rate of about a thousand RPMs. Yeah, that's pretty quick. It's, it's stinky gas powered. If you use the green gas, maybe the green gas smells a little better. I don't know. Everything green is better according to, you know, some people. But, but now what do you think of the weight on that thing? It's, it's, yeah. I mean, it's got heft to it. Isn't it neat? It's solid. It's not, this is like a full metal construction. Okay. Well, here, I'm going to, I'm going to hand you back your mic for a second. And you know what? I, I like, honestly, I've held the real deal and I can tell you right now, it's pretty damn close. And, and it's, it's threaded from, for a, suppre a, suppre a suppressor. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Air, you know what? Cool. The, the, the airsoft companies, uh, you know, like the people who are generating these things are making some really fantastic reproduction. And it's, it's pretty close to actual size. Yeah, well, no, 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 dude, no, 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 no. That's that's the M11. That's the smaller one. That is the actual size. Is it? Is it yeah, there's back to scale. Yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember um, going to visit our friend? Yes, don't tell, yes, right? yep. And remember he uh, he had himself a Mac 10, which is a much larger. It is. It is the bullet brick. You know, like it's this big. This is, this is tiny. Well, that's that's the M11, and that was designed to be uh, kind of the smaller version in 380 uh, or nine millimeter. Uh, that, that when they originally designed these guns. You know, they were supposed to be like special operations weapons, you know, just bullet hoses. Um, well, you could. You, I mean, that would be very easy to... to for Secret Service or whoever, like you could just put that in your pocket. Well, I guess I guess that was the idea. The M11 was a much smaller version of the Mac 10. I could tell you that this is so close to the actual uh, weight that I was I was pleasantly surprised. Like if you have ever wanted to own, you know, a genuine Mac 11, but you live in Canada, so there's no way for that to actually happen these days. But you want to actually hold something that feels just like it, um, you know. Airsoft uh, Depot Canada has got these KWA Mac 11s, and I've fallen in love with it. It's been a lifesaver during the uh, Corona season. Like I've been, I've been shooting targets. Look at how fast you tore up that target. That you could easily take that in the backyard and just make sure you warn your neighbors first, so you don't get the SWAT team showing up. You know, I, I would, uh, you know, as as a police officer, we encountered this a couple of times. There were kids that would go out into fields, and, okay, and no, I'm not saying run in the streets, but on your own, yeah, yeah, maybe. You well, no, no, no. You, you know, whether whether you make your neighbors aware of it um you know somehow and, and tell them that you know the kids are playing with you know uh airsoft guns in the backyard if you have a good relations with your neighbor otherwise i would suggest that you uh drive your moms and dads crazy and or wives or girlfriends by you know shooting them in the house you're gonna have little uh white bbs everywhere uh, i've done a pretty good job of keeping up with mine you got them, most of them are in the box no, i'm telling good, yeah no i could hear it. it was a good job one escaped yeah oh, yeah i think i think i feel one by my foot here but most of them ended up in that box and i mean it really does punch that paper uh pretty well they're coming out at uh somewhere somewhere in the neighborhood i think of like uh 425 feet per second so if you're going to do that at, at, at home yeah safely how far realistically how far are you going to set the target 
from where from your firing line. Oh, if if I'm if I'm shooting the at Mac 11, you know, it's it's a 15 foot affair. You know, like I may I may set up four targets in a row. If you got some plaster scene figure, figures you've ever wanted to make up, this thing would be an awesome Play-Doh killer. Enough, I went to their website the other day, and they've got sniper versions oh yeah they've everything looks like an hk mp5 mp7 it's nuts like full scale so i'm wondering now i mean 10 to 15 feet with with our little friend here say hello to my little friend it's you know what but i'm thinking the sniper could you actually get some decent distance with this with a sniper you know a b well see they don't qualify as firearms because they don't uh not going quick enough well it's 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 not just that they're not going quick enough they don't carry enough energy so because yeah they're they're plastic uh bb's so they they come out really fast and if you're and believe me if you're standing you know a few feet in front of somebody and and they fire this thing at you you'll know it um jack found out the hard way that a single shot could hurt through you know your jacket See, and I, I was under the impression, I think I, I don't know if I heard this from one of you guys or if I read this, that if you compare the impact of this, an airsoft to a paintball uh, uh, round, that the paintball round is going to hurt more. Yeah, the, the you know what? I, my understanding is a lot of people made the transition from paintball to airsoft, you know, for a lot of reasons. Uh, I can tell you that, you know, I play paintball. It could be painful at times. Uh, getting hit. You, getting, play, you play in the cold weather, that thing freezes up a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. It, you know what? Yeah. It, that once. See, that one, see now, I, I, like during my earlier years of policing, we were still using simunition. And, you know, simunition is um, like a regular, uh, you know, casing uh, and instead of a projectile it uses a piece of dyed soap traveling in kind of a yeah it's 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 a projectile but it's just not the real thing kind of like our our prime minister yeah (laughs) nice dig nice nice managed to squeeze that in nice well played sir well played um well no you know but but simunition could be painful if you got if you caught one on the hand you know like people people filed you know uh injury reports over over the simunition and they got away from it i could totally see how airsoft could take its place though um you know you still get a lot of realism with the with the with the guns i I mean, they're not, they're not actually qualifying as firearms, but I mean, they're, I've never seen anything look or feel closer in some of these items. To the untrained eye, they would not know the difference. Yeah. And you know what? To be, to be. Which, which of course means that you need to be extra cautious. I was going to say that, you know, in my years of policing, you know, certainly I encountered, you know, some kids shooting airsoft off balconies. Uh, it can cause pandemonium and really upset people really quickly. Uh, you know, to be out in public with these things is not recommended if no. you're not in an area where uh, perhaps airsoft uh, games are occurring. I, I can tell you that it could get you shot by police uh, very quickly if you uh, well, are out no, there. There's no, no little orange piece on the end. No, either, no, right? so, no. So it, it's, 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 I can tell you right now that in in a dark alley you know somebody that pulls a cell phone out of their pocket runs yep. the risk of getting themselves shot let alone something that is shaped like a gun well, um yeah the silhouette would print exactly yeah yeah and, and 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 again you know i i would um i would definitely advocate very strongly for accountability if you're stupid enough to you know buy something like this tuck it in your pants try and pass it off as a real gun flash it off to your buddies you know maybe to intimidate somebody that's been bullying you whatever if you do something like 
like that and engage in those kind of activities, you're asking for it. Uh, you know, over the years, I had my fair share of serious talks with uh, young lads over the uh, possible shortcomings of, you know, running around outside uh, with their airsoft guns. So, you know, in, in of course, you know, sometimes kids would take them to, you know, public parks and would uh, decide that they were going to shoot them at, you know, the correct appropriate targets, you know, things like boxes. And then the city passed a bylaw saying that you could not discharge air guns, uh, you know, in public spaces like that. And, and so we had to educate people and say like, you know, and I remember walking up to them and you, you could see them, they were kids. And, you know, you walked up to them and said, Hey, look guys. <laughs> and of course everybody's like, Oh, oh, right. And yeah, you know what? You can't do this here, but the, you know, and they always looked at me the same way and said, but our mom said we need to take it outside. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, were, hats off the, hats off the mom of the year who they sent were, their kids outside with the airsoft guns to play down the street. They were told mom should have added in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. When you say outside, perhaps you don't mean go too far. Uh, but I can tell you, though, that they're a lot of fun. Uh, they're definitely uh, they're definitely not that expensive. I was really genuinely surprised. This uh, this Mac 11 came in at uh, just over a couple hundred bucks. And That's I, it, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know what? And you, you get yourself set up with a uh, little propane tank uh, from any Canadian tire, and uh, you buy yourself the adapter that loads up the, uh, the magazines in a pinch so the adapter doesn't come with the fu- with with the with the no it, it's just it's like a, it's like a separate you know like 10 buck item or yeah. something you know they uh they got to make their money too so you know they uh the kwa has made a fine uh fun little uh you know machine pistol and it, and it buzzes out like the real thing oh, i mean you see how fast through that yeah that cardboard and, box and, like nothing and, and and the rate of fire is pretty high like, it is it, it's, it's it's pretty, pretty fast it, it's pretty cool and, and with the gas coming out of the end of this thing you know it, it really does give you some of the feel and i'll tell you i've had a lot of fun with it i really got to thank the people at the Air, uh, Air Depot Canada. Airsoft Depot Canada. Sorry, yeah, one of those one of those long days of doing nothing again has gotten to me. <laughs> By the, nice. Well, you know what? <laughs> I understand that you're still doing the teaching thing from home. I, well, I'm how's, right. that, how's that going? Uh, it's right, Skippy. Challenging? It's a little bit. It is what it is. Yeah, did you happen to see uh, Doug Ford speaking today? No, I didn't. Oh God, he did a fantastic job. I gotta, I gotta tell you, I am thoroughly impressed uh, with Doug Ford. All right, I know you don't like him. No, I don't know because he's being hypocritical. No, wait, 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 hold on. I want before wait before you go before you go any further. Okay, uh, I gotta tell you. I have been pretty impressed with uh, his ability to lead on this issue. He may have failed on others. I don't know, but no, like, it's but not, it's not a it's not a fail. It, like, I'm not looking at it as a pass. You're a teacher. Thing. It's a pass fail thing. It's always a pass no. fail thing. Then he fails. Oh, <laughs> well, you know what? Don't get down on too much. I'm going to tell you what I saw today. I, yeah. I was I was totally impressed with his ability to uh, answer. Uh, very direct questions uh, with humility, and uh, certainly I saw him on several occasions. You know, defer to the good judgment of others, uh, but not in a way that I've seen our illustrious leader Justin Trudeau do. Uh, when we get managed to get him to come out of his man cave uh, for his, uh, you know, half hour of fame. Well, no, but the thing is, and why I say it's a fail is is because you know a month ago mm-hmm. he had a, he, he was trying to bend us over a barrel. With, with hold on, yeah. with no lube, yeah. and then now he's kind of like, I love the job that the teachers do. It's like, come on, man! Like, you know what? If, if, oh. if, if don't don't play like you're our best friend. Now. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. there's a little hypocrisy. Well, I I, I I can tell you that the number of people that are uh, actually quite enamored 
with uh, Doug Ford seems to be rising substantially. Well, it wasn't enough the last federal election. No, no, but that could change. I, I definitely think that, yeah, you know... He, to for the next Well, Doug, Doug got a bad rap on a couple of fronts, and I think that a lot of people kind of shied away from him at one point. Uh, you know, they may suffer uh, in the future as a result of that. Maybe. But, right, well, you know, he did, he did quite a bit to turn things around real fast in Ontario. And, you know, uh, on the heels of a, you know... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, well overdrawn, you know, uh, Kathleen Wynne government, you know, for, for a decade of, you know, that nonsense, he really had a big mess to clean up. And so to see him come in swinging the big bat, I mean, it, it shook a lot of people up. He handled maybe some things perhaps in a way that, uh, you know, could have been done a little bit more tactfully. But well, whatever the case may be, I got to tell you, I've been totally impressed with how far he has come, how how today he answered questions with such humility and, and I mean, intelligently. And, and, you know, the vibe I'm getting from... Intelligently? Uh, yeah, no, no. You know what? I was I was pretty impressed. You didn't see it. I, I honestly... No, I watch it pretty much every day. I know, I, I know, on, but, but, I'm, but, but I'm telling telling you right now that what I saw today uh, in the CH uh, interview, mm-hmm. or press conference rather, while well, well, he was being uh, interviewed by reporters, was a, a new Doug Ford. You know, he really, he really, you know, like the gone are the days of campaign friends, you know, like it yeah, sounded yeah, yeah. right. He, he really is just honestly answering questions. Uh, I think he's really reaching a number of people. And it uh, could be. Well, we'll see what happens. Right. I mean, again, it, it's always the proof is in the pudding. Time will tell yep. because it, it could be because that's that's what this situation requires right now. Yeah. Right. So we'll see if he and stays, the, if and, he keeps consistent with that after this whole unfortunate messes over with then then we can make a, a i think a more fair assessment at that point in time well uh i for one am a fan and i'm definitely becoming a bigger fan as days go by and uh to be perfectly honest i think he's doing what leaders do he's rising to the occasion anyway uh, on uh, on that note uh i wanted to ask you what uh, what else what else do you think is worth talking about well coach nick has managed to score himself some oh. some reloading equipment, right? Yeah. yeah. So so so. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there now. When I eventually get things reloaded, yes. and, have, and I'm going to the range, I will put out a public service announcement for everybody to stay away. <laughs> you know, it's not going to be that bad. Actually, you know what? We went together together, Coach Nick and I. A couple things happened. Um, you know, John John Cornish passed away. You know, uh, he was a uh, lifelong member of the firearm community, a really great guy, and uh, certainly a diehard gun lover. Uh, you know, real proud Canadian. And, uh, you know, when he passed, his uh, his family inherited a, a number of items, and uh, including reloading equipment, uh, a number of different reloading presses, and uh, certainly some reloading supplies. And uh, we've acquired those items, and uh, now we've got some of them over at Coach Nick's, and he set up uh, a turret press, an old... <laughs> An old vintage turret press, and I mean, I'm quite envious. I have, I myself have a Hornady Lock and Load uh, 650. There, are, there are newer ones uh, on the market, and what what Coach Nick seems to have is like a, a late 70s, early 80s kind of, you know, turret press with with just like a sort of a progressive with the ability to kind of um, move stations around to do mm-hmm. each, you know, um, each one of the different reloading uh, stages. So we set the dies today, and Coach Nick is beginning his wonderful journey into the wild world of reloading. Let's see how that goes. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm excited. We're starting them off with uh, 9, uh, 38, 357. Oh, and, oh yeah. I thought we're starting with 12 gauge. You know what? And, and, and I was going to say beginning, beginning, first of all, with a very simple, uh, 
12 gauge loading and we've got uh, of course the uh, the mech online uh, coach nick went out and got himself a bench and uh, now is uh, in the process of uh, you know beginning to learn uh, the things that you have to know in order to make your own ammunition we'll see how good of a teacher you are yeah yeah well we'll see <laughs> I, you know what i promise not to yell at you or hit you with a pointer stick <laughs> Anyway, the, the good people down at Fishing World have got themselves uh, some deals on, on reloading equipment as well. New stuff, not what we got here. Uh, they got some great equipment. They've got some good reloading supplies. They've got powders. They've got primers. they got projectiles. they got everything you need, the dyes. Uh, you know, these are the things that you need. You know, like Whatever you, you need for your loading pleasure. You know what? A lot of people don't realize, you know, it's more than just uh, the press. You need you need to have the dyes, and then, of course, you've got to have the components. And, you know, if you get to your local range and you pick up some empty shell casings, uh, you got to get the correct uh, projectiles, correct powders. Powder and you know all this is you know available in terms of reloading data on the internet. Uh, you know is one place to find it, but I always uh, suggest that people get it from accredited, exactly, uh, yeah. you know, reloading manuals like that Hornady and, provides. And pay very close attention to that reloading. Yeah, manual. yeah. I've always told people the one thing you cannot screw up on is the powder charge. Don't forget to put it in and make sure you put in just the right amount and cross-reference all your data with uh, pre-existing and proven data. Absolutely. That's my disclaimer. If you blow your nuts, if you blow your nuts off, it's your fault. I mean, you know, I'm not responsible for people that actually reload, you know, late at night uh, after zero sleep and or after a couple of drinks. I wouldn't yeah, recommend. No, I, I wouldn't no. recommend you ever do no. that. Uh, it's that's not, it's not something you want to be multitasking as you do. Yeah, you know, if you're paying more attention to the movie that you're watching than the reloading you're doing, chances are you could hurt yourself. It actually is really a, a really safe activity. Uh, it's not dangerous to do it, and it can be very rewarding. You can tailor the uh, ammunition to the specific gun that you own and squeeze every last bit of performance, whether it be accuracy or power, uh, out of the uh, firearms that you love. And or one of the things that people don't uh, talk about much, everybody talks about, you know, the potential savings, you know, over time, you know, uh, realistically, the idea is, is that you don't really save money or shoot for less. You just shoot a whole lot more for the same. I always tell people that you can make about three times as much as you could buy in the store. And that allows us to, you know, take people shooting all the time. And that's what I've been doing for years. I've been reloading the ammunition. And if you don't, and if you forget to get out and get yourself some ammunition, you don't have to worry about making that mistake again. Yeah. Coming up, you just can head it over to your bench and... And, and maybe load up a couple boxes. Well, you, you know what? Reloading is a lot like being a chef. I mean, when you come up with the perfect recipe and it works really well with your gun and or you enjoy it, maybe it turns that wildly bucking, you know, 460 Magnum into a real like 45 Long Colt style pussycat. I mean, it can be a lot of fun to do it. It can be very rewarding. Uh, you know, as you see your group size shrinking and you realize you're you're uh, maximizing the accuracy potential of your firearm, uh, whether you're saving a couple of bucks or, you know, you're able to... Uh, you know, find yourself doing something that, that passes the time during things like this coronavirus yeah. season. It's really a great uh, art in itself. And, and quite frankly, can be a whole other uh, lifestyle. If you get into reloading, like I got into reloading, it, it really is a fascinating place to learn a lot of things. Uh, you're always going to pick up something new and, and it allows you to run firearms that you wouldn't ordinarily. And when I say that, I mean, there's a lot of obsolete ammunition out there for guns that are still in circulation, but you can't really shoot them and and because the ammunition is either no longer made or it's so rare and scarce that you may never get a chance to see it but great companies like Starline Brass make the brass and the reloading components are available and if you can get the recipes and the dies you can make those old guns well, run again well that's the thing too yeah. you gotta and it might take a while to source dies for like 3040 Crag or something like that yeah. it's really it's it's a really neat gun if anybody yep. knows what I'm talking about yeah uh, but finding proper projectiles or, or, or brass 
or even a recipe yeah. for something like that might pose a bit of a bit of a challenge. Right? It, it might it, take you a while. I, I can tell you that once I I had to order uh, from a gentleman uh, out west. He had the dyes, right? The the molds rather for projectiles that were no longer made. The mold was like a hundred and twenty years old. Like forget that there were no projectiles available. He had a vintage mold for a firearm that we had that was about 120 years old. He had the mold. He actually cast these gigantic bullets for us, and and that was the only way to make this uh, vintage firearm fire. And we did a video on it. It, it was that. Um, oh, with the, with the paper. It the was paper that wrapped. It was yeah. It was yeah. the sharp. It was the eighteen sixty three eight seed and sixty three yeah. sharps carbine. And so you know what an amazing uh, you know piece of equipment that was back in you know eighteen sixty three. You know the sharps rifle company decided they were going to make a, a carbine cavalry version of this. You know great gun and it still used paper cartouche uh, powder packages to propel these giant like Christmas tree size you know lead projectiles that were 50, 50 some odd caliber. That was one of the first. It was one of the earlier video. videos. Yeah it, was yeah. One of, it was one of the earlier videos but it was it, you know it was dead nuts accurate I was hitting uh, the uh, small 8 inch gong at 50 yards uh, quite easily with that thing and I was pretty impressed with the way it shot. Something about black powder. Uh, you know I know what gets Big Dave going uh, you know shoot a gun like that's a lot of fun but like again you know reloading allows you the ability to get into things that you wouldn't ordinarily like i mean you can well, find it's just a different facet of of all things firearms, yeah, ju right? Just one more amazing yeah. element in this yeah. uh, incredible firearm community of ours. Uh, and I got to thank everybody that's been supportive, uh, everybody that's been uh, cooperative with, uh, you know, the governments and municipalities uh, doing their best to uh, remain socially distant and to be very cautious about the way you Except are with people. Except for those rollerbladers in Oakville. You know, oh, right? God. You know what? There's always going to be there's always going to be somebody, uh, you know, uh, don't be that guy. That's don't what I right? that's that's what I would tell people. But, uh, but otherwise, I got to tell Everybody's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, considering we've all been locked up now for weeks uh, in our own homes, more or less, if you've been practicing, you know, that isolation thing, uh, I'm really impressed with the way people are holding it together. Uh, even Toronto is doing a relatively good job. Uh, you know, again, we've got some great uh, leadership here in Ontario. Uh, I definitely would recommend that people follow the lead of, of, of uh, what we're hearing in terms of, you know, like maintaining uh, good composure out there, uh, you know, maintaining your social distance. Uh, is, you know, sanitizing everything you use. Brian gave me a great piece of advice the other day. He said, just assume I have it and let's treat each other like yeah. we have it. And I mean, even now, like you and I are sitting together, uh, you know, we're over eight feet apart. You know, I, I got you, I got you, you know, <laughs> doing the reloading press thing with a, you know, a mask on while I'm, I'm doing that. It's, 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 it's awesome. We're doing, we're doing our absolute best. You and I both have been kind of in hiding for the last few weeks anyway. So I don't, I don't feel too bad. Uh, you, you got a fever, Sniffly? Anything like that? No, I'm good. Hey, great on. Fever. <laughs> All right. Anyway, folks, uh, I'm so glad that you tuned in today. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much, Coach Nick, for joining me again. Fun as always. All right, folks. Uh, be careful out there. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.